Hey everyone, it is Sean and we are back with our Push Talk. Today is October 8th and I have a very, very special guest on with us today. I have Patricia Smith, all the way from the great state of Florida, representing a nonprofit organization called Florida Rising Down There. How are you doing today, Patricia? I'm good, Sean. How are you? I'm good. So first off, I mean, we'd like to start off when we have somebody on the show to kind of introduce your organization to us. Like, tell us what it is that Florida Rising does, how you guys got started. Tell us more about Florida Rising. Well, actually, Florida Rising is a combination of two. Florida Rising is a combination of two organizations that merged this year, and it was New Florida Majority and Florida for All. Those are two independent, separate organizations <coughs> that merged as one uh, in January. So, and Florida Rising, what we do, we build independent political power that centers historical marginalized communities so everyday Floridians shape the future we we are you know we're a 501c3 and like I said we merged with Florida for all in January and Florida rising was born cool so I know for a fact because we've worked on a few things together recently that Florida rising does a lot of work around its offender rehabilitation right right so tell me more about well, that actually mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I am the criminal justice organizer for Florida Rising, and what we do is um, we, we're trying to build a community where people are not judged every day by their past. Uh, you've gone to prison or jail or whatever, you've, you've made mistakes and, and you've come back and you you know, you got your life on, on the right track. So Patricia, tell us more about some of the things that Florida Rising does. Well, like I was, as, as I was saying, I am the criminal justice organizer for, the, for Florida Rising. And what we're doing is we're trying to build power with people who are returning citizens. Uh, when I say build power, we mean that um, recently, we just did, completed a survey where we, we surveyed the community of people who are returning citizens. And we kind of asked, what did they want us to, what, what, we want to take three laws up to Tallahassee this year and, um, and fight for some change. So what we did, instead of sitting to the table and coming up with what we think the community wanted, we actually surveyed the community. So we're going to be in some laws up to take the Tallahassee and um, try to get some laws changed so we can help change the lives of returning citizens. Because in Florida, they're really hard on returning citizens. A lot of times you can't get employed. Uh, a lot of people also had concerns about housing, who had backgrounds that went. It's, I had one young lady call me the other day. She's been out of prison for over 20 years. She's, been, she's a productive member of society. And she could not, uh, they would not allow her Section 8. Mm. And she was like, but Patricia, it's been over 25 years. And I'm like, you know, these are things that we're fighting for. I'm a returning citizen myself. It's been 33 years since I've even been arrested. And there are still times that I have to fight to say, hey, I'm worthy. You know what I mean? So this is a, a problem that we're having across. So many people are affected by this, especially black and brown people. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I do want to bring up with Florida Rising. We work with black and brown communities because that's where the need is. And and so uh, 
we do a lot of different things. We're uh, bonus registration. Like last year, we pushed, uh, uh, we registered a lot of people who are returning citizens. Last year, it was a law passed where if you didn't, if you were not on probation and you didn't have any fines and fees to pay, you were able to register and vote. And I must say that I was one of those people too, Sean, because I had voted all the way up until 2008. When Obama was running for uh, re-election the second time, they sent me a nice letter saying that I did not had I had not restored my rights, and if I attempted to vote, that it was that I was gone, I could be put in jail. So um, I too had to go and and working with uh, Florida Rights Restoration (FRRC), and they actually paid the fines and fees and allowed me to register, and I was able to vote last year so and we did that with a lot of returning citizens so like um yes we, we're definitely fighting for people who black and brown folks who are having issues with trying to be a productive member of society like it's not fair and we're trying to do something about it you know it's interesting because we were just actually having a meeting recently with um i think it was the guy who's running for state attorney here and he was well no it was somebody with a voting rights group um with people's agenda here and they were talking about the same thing where in the state of Georgia, and it's funny because you hear these things that happen in Georgia, but oh, it's only happening in Georgia, right? <laughs> They've been doing the same thing, some of the same scare tactics. But people who, because Georgia's always been a law that once you serve your time, once you paid your fees, you were restored your right to vote. And there's mm -hmm. been a big dilemma recently about whether or not a person is eligible. And people have been getting letters saying like you're not eligible, who are eligible. Um, so why do you think that most states are like switching it to this scare tactic of trying to scare people out of their simple right to vote, especially as offenders? They don't want us to vote because when we vote and, and we realize the power that we possess, we make things happen. We move mountains. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things that I hate when I'm in the community. I hear a black or brown person say, oh, I don't vote. My vote don't count. You know, we need to understand something. They don't want us to vote because once they, they know that when we as blacks and black and brown folks get together, and we join together and we and we vote, things change, things happen. You know, so that's one of the things I always share people too, like, don't think that you're doing the country of, uh, don't think that the uh, white, the white, excuse me, our white counterparts yeah. are upset because you're not voting and that you're hurting them when you don't vote. No, you're hurting us and they don't want you to vote. Yeah. So when you walk around and say, oh, I don't vote because my vote don't count, that's exactly what they want you to believe. And so, Sean, that's one of the things that we have to change. Like another thing that I'm doing before election time this year is another thing, we always going into the community and telling people, oh, you need to vote, you need to vote, you need to vote. A lot of people in the black and brown communities don't even understand what you know they don't understand why they should vote they don't really understand how important their vote is a lot of them i found out last year a lot of people didn't even know what the uh, electoral college meant right you know so we have to go into the community not just tell people to vote educate we have to break them. it down to them and show them how it worked because if we had educated black and brown communities when obama became president we needed to educate them that the local election was probably just as important you understand because and and also like we did not get behind Obama like we should have because we we needed the house we needed the senate but in the black community they didn't understand that they thought that we'll just get him we'll just vote and make him president and our job is done no 
It wasn't. So I think that education and educating the community about, you know, the election process is something that's very, very important as well. Yeah, absolutely. And there was two things I wanted to bring to um, your attention today. I mean, not to your attention, bring up. I know one case we've discussed before about a young lady who was in, was it Alachua County Jail? Was that Alachua, Alachua County? Yeah, Alachua County Jail. Actually, we just, we, we got a law. We're pushing a law. It's called the Abel's Law. Let me take you back a little bit, Sean. Uh, in Broward County last year, we had a young lady. Her name was Tammy Jackson. And uh, she had, she, she had some mental health, mental health issues when she, they knew that when she came in there. But anyway, they, 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 she was pregnant. She was in her last trimester of pregnancy and they put her in solitary confinement. The young lady banging on the door, crying out, asking for help, told them that she was in pain. I'm gonna say that by the time they actually opened the door to check on the young lady, she had had the baby on the, on the floor. Uh, we passed a law last year called the Tammy Jackson Act. And that, that law stated that no woman was supposed to be in solitary confinement in her fourth trimester period. If she has to be, especially if, if, there, if it is a nonviolent crime, if you're, going, if you're going to lock them up, at least put them in, into a medical where they can be attended to. Right. So we passed that law last year. Then we had another case in Broward County. You know, uh, Chef Tony said that, you know, all the people, all the officers that was that was a part of that who did not tend to this young lady, he said that he he uh, fired them. However, about six months or so later, we had another case in Broward County where the young lady was put in solitary confinement and she had her baby on the floor alone again. In Alachua County, we had another young lady who she was in labor when she got arrested and she told them that she felt like she was in labor. They did not listen to her. They, uh, she was put in a, in a cell alone. She had the baby and this time the baby died because the baby did not get medical attention. So one of the things that we're going to be doing, Sean, in, in our community, we're going to be, um, organizing, a group of people and returning citizens who we're going to be challenging this law and, and, and lawmakers because this can't continue to happen. Women, women in the jail system, I mean, we have to fight for women to even get the, the basic needs, sanitary napkins, all of this stuff like, like women, they're definitely just overlooking women and, and, and we're getting ready to take on that fight. But like I said, uh, the young lady in Alachua County, her, her baby died. So we're trying to pass the law, it's the ABLE law. But again, like I said, we passed this law last year and this stuff is still happening. So we're going to take it to the next level. And then, so another thing that we also recently talked about a lot is the disproportionate way um, people who are African-American are sentence in this in this um this this system so one of the things that me i think we both agree on is that if a person does something wrong um they need to pay for the wrong in which they've done but mm -hmm. we can agree that it needs to be fair i think in across the board it needs to be fair so a person and i know the case that we were going to go into because i looked it mm -hmm. up and there was um people who were charged with some of the same crimes this person was charged with first time offense um who were not of the same race got five, seven, ten years. How long was the sentence? 
uh, slapped on the wrist. A lot of them, did they even get sentenced? Right, they got honest. probation time on, on most of that. <laughs> exactly. And this young man, I mean, a, 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 a great student, you know, I mean, he comes, he's out of Miami. I mean, he works hard. He gets a scholarship. He goes off to college. He goes to a frat party and, you know, they're, they're having fun. I think a young lady was there and he ended up hooking up with the young lady who later on found out that she shouldn't have even been there. You know, that she posed to be older than what she was. She was 17. However, this is this guy's first offense and they gave him 20 years. Wow. 20 years. So he's, he's going to be going back up for appeal and what we're trying to do is trying to get as many people as we can to stand behind this young black man because i feel like we saw like you said you we looked it up and there was the same kind of type of crime and and and, and uh with our other with our counterparts white counterparts that they were given a slap on the wrist don't do it no more and you know even and and people didn't talk about it anymore this young man you know 20 years and this is not the only case sean we can go on and on and on and i know the state of florida where people black and brown folks got harsher sentences based on the color of their skin yeah you know and so like that's another thing like we we it's time to fight it's time it's we need it's no more no more can we do this you know um one of the things that was around george floyd when it happened i seen people come together i hate that COVID came about because i think that we were in a great space we was ready to stand up and fight for our rights and, and things and then COVID came along and kind of like had to put everything on zoom however you know we have to remember that these issues still exist and we have to do something about it all right <clears throat> well you you said something that made me think about you know we we're talking about um we were talking, speaking yesterday in regards to the system and how people of color end up being in the system far more frequently uh, when it came, because of the, um, what was that, uh, CR, the uh, crucial um, race theory. And we were discussing that yesterday and <clears throat> in regards to that and, and was saying that, you know, because of the lack of education and the way the system, although the Constitution and the laws were, are set up to be supposed to be equal, they're implemented differently. Right. So, the, you know, the, and because of that. The racism aspect it, of it. Yes, yes. And because of that, it causes people to uh, disproportionately get uh, longer sentences when their counterparts, as you mentioned, we're getting a slap on the wrist or years less. And it, you know, it's just very unfortunate that, you know, we here we are in twenty twenty one still dealing with this kind of these kind of issues. But the yeah. difference being that we can see it more. Right. And, you know, these are the kind of things that because we can see it more, we know exactly what we need to be speaking on and it's out there for the entire general public to see. Where before you only heard stories, oh that only happened down south. It doesn't happen in California, but you know, but you just you just never hear about it unless it makes national news. Mm -hmm. Mm 
exactly and that is so and you're so true about that you know and 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 it's it's just it's, it's it just it's just hard it's just it touches me a lot because um like i said i'm a returning citizen myself but i gotta be honest like i did get a lot of people to help me along the way but i think about the ones who did not get that help from someone there are people out there struggling every day, living in the, on the streets, homeless, can't find anywhere to live, can't can't get a job based on their background. Like, you know, and those are people that that I, that I choose to fight for today, Sean. I, I want to fight for the people who cannot fight for themselves, don't even know how to fight for themselves. Mm. Another thing is a lot of stuff that happens in, in the black community, a lot of time we do programs in the community that the community don't even know about. Mm -hmm. They don't even know about it. They just see us come pop up. And, and the black community is tired of being pimped. Let me just be honest. Because they know you coming through. Yeah, you're going to feed me free today. Yeah, you, you, but you're going to make sure that I sign this dotted line. Because really, you guys are out there to, to get numbers so y'all can say that you're doing something in the black community and you're trying to help the issues. The community is tired of that. You understand? So, like, one of the things when, when when I go into a community, Sean, I make sure that, like, I become a part of the community. You know? I don't go one time. I don't go once a year. I continue to go so they know who I am and what I'm doing. Like, like Sean, I'm sitting here, and I hope it's okay to share this. Like, I'm, like, so touched emotionally and spiritually right now because one of the things that I truly believe is that it starts at home type of thing a lot of times we have all this information and we don't share it with each other we can live in the same house and not even take the time out to say hey look this and this is going on i think you will be good at this or you know we it starts at home and the day i'm actually sitting on the on a podcast that my youngest son my baby son asked me to be a part of because he's doing exactly like the same work that I'm doing. You know, and I'm touched by that, Sean. That's the type of stuff that we are gonna have to do in the, in, the, in the black community. Like we got to go back to like, it doesn't take one person to raise a child, it takes the whole village. We have to get back in that village mind frame. You know what I mean? So like, I, I see here today and, and, and let me say like, uh, I had to go through what I had to go through. I chose that path. I had a mother who, if it was up to her, I wouldn't be a returning citizen. If I had followed the, the path that she had set for me, you know what I mean? But I, 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 I went to the left, and but today I don't regret it. You understand that? I do, yes I do. Sometimes I regret it. I regret it when I still have to fight to be treated equally as someone who may not have uh, committed a crime or whatever. Because a lot of time I find out that people who do, who are not returning citizens, Sean, a lot of time, if we done did the same exact thing, I just got caught and they didn't. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I'm just, I, 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 this right here, it's making me think like, um, and this is one of the things that I push a lot is like, we have to like educate each other in our house, then go outside of our house, our neighbors, you know what I'm saying? And Sean, the work that you guys are doing, I'm so proud of you. I am so proud of you because it's so refreshing to see a young man that's interested in this work. 
at 35. You know, 30. You know, like we, and this is what we need because I'm older now, Sean. You know, I'm, I got a little older now. You know what I mean? And we have to pass the torch. And when I look at you, I look at you as the future. And then one day it's going to come that you're going to have to pass the torch. Because this fight, like I heard you say, uh, Deacon, um, that you can't believe that we're here still today. Yeah, the fight is not over by a long shot. But we can help make some positive changes in it. And that's exactly what we're doing. So I just needed to share that part. Like I'm sitting here like at all, you know, and I can't wait to like get off of this so I can go thank God. Give him some thanks because we could have been sitting at a totally different table, Sean. You know, so to be sitting here with you today, like I'm as a mother, I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I know I, I'm not sure I'm supposed to share all of that, but you know, one thing that I do believe in, like I gotta, you know, I, I, anytime I, I I do something like this, I always pray first and ask God to let whatever He wants to come out, come out. You know, and um, and that's another thing that I think that in the black community that we are very much tied to our spiritual roots. And, um, you know, it's just a lot of work to be done, man. It's just a lot of work to be done. I'm actually getting ready to work on a Black Women's March. You know, I was in Tallahassee was last week, or the week before last, you know, we uh, when Texas passed this abortion law, now they're trying to copycat it in Florida, and we're not going for it. But one of the things that one of the young ladies who spoke in Tallahassee said, she said, um, this abortion law, honestly, it doesn't really, it doesn't affect black women the way it affects white women, because really the people who making the law, they don't care whether we get an abortion or not. Mm -hmm. They, they, you know, they want us to get abortion because they don't want too many more black kids born into the world. And when she said it at the Capitol, I'm like, wow, she said that out loud at the Capitol. But what I realized, we have to have people who are going to speak the truth. We can no longer, we don't have the luxury of sugarcoating anything. So what I want to do though, is that we're going to get together and we're going to have a march, a black women's march, Palm Beach, they, they County, Broward County and Palm Beach County are going to come together and do a black women's march. And um, because the whole, the, the bigger picture here is that we should be able to decide what we do with our bodies. That's our decision and between us and our God, whoever that is for us. You know what I mean? So that's the part that I want to get behind, the fact that we as women, we get a chance to make decisions on what we do with our body. It should not be a law telling me what I can do with my body. So, um, so yeah, again, Sean, I could go, it's a lot of, it's so many, I was asking my boss yesterday, I said, please help me get focused because there's so many things. I remember working in the HIV arena. I worked in the HIV arena for 15 years. And I can remember sitting at tables and TDJ said it one time on, on, on a, uh, a uh, event that we had. And he said that, you know, in the black community, there are so many different issues that we don't have the luxury to just zone in on one thing because we have so many things going on that we have to zone in on. And that's how I feel about this criminal justice work too, Sean. Like it's just so many things going on right now. So many people are being affected, you know, every day 
we just got a lot of work to do. Thank you for coming on. Um, and I really do appreciate it. <laughs> I really do appreciate it. I appreciate, I really do. I appreciate the work that Florida Rise is doing. I appreciate the work that you are doing down in the state of Florida. And we as an organization look forward to doing more work in the state of Florida with you guys um, on these different issues. Because this different issues for people who are out there watching, it doesn't just impact the state of Florida, it doesn't just impact the state of Georgia. And if we're not careful, it, it, it will take over this nation. Um, mm -hmm. And we got to make sure that these issues are something that we don't pass on to the next generation. I think, you know, one of the things that I love so much about my grandmother, your mother, is that one of the things that they taught me, that whole generation taught me in their, in their passing is that it's our obligation to make sure that we leave the generation better than the way we left it, than the way that we received it. So um, the work is needed, and we want to encourage young people out there watching, even um, my great nephew and all of them, and maybe um, <laughs> that we want to continue that work. So, Ma, if they mean Patricia, edit that part out, Shine. So, Patricia, if people want to find out more information about Florida Rising, where can they go to find out more information? Yes, you can go www.floridarising.org because like I said, the organization, we do a lot of work around a lot of different things. Right, and Sean, what yeah. I would do is I'm, I'm going to send it to you, all the different departments, uh, because we also, we do the farm sharing. Uh, one of the things we're trying to do is get the community to eat better. So we're actually very big into uh, community gardens. We've started, we've started like five or six community gardens throughout Dade and Broward and Palm Beach County. So, and we're going to be starting a whole lot more because one of the things for us to feel better, we need to eat better. That's so, crazy that you said that. We yeah. just had a person running for agriculture commissioner on yesterday. Um, and he really? literally was just talking about the same thing about those communities that only have like a Dollar Tree in the whole community. They don't have a grocery store, but how do we get food into good food into those communities? So that's interesting. But um, you heard it here. If you want to learn more about Florida Rising and the things they have going on, you can go to www.floridarising.org. Um, thank you for your time, and we appreciate you being on today. Yes, thank you. And anybody, anything around criminal justice, and you want to get involved, we're all. And you don't have to live in the state of Florida to get involved because a lot of stuff right now is uh, through Zoom, and also you know we we go to Tallahassee. We also Florida Rising is made up of a big um, membership. A lot of our work is done through mem our members. So if you you can become a member, or you can just want to get involved in the work. You can also reach out to me, and my personal email is patricia at floridarising.org. So feel free to reach out to me. And Sean, if there's anything that I can ever do for you guys in Georgia, because you guys got some great work going on down there as well. Like, you know, I was in between, I was thinking about leaving Florida uh, and possibly coming to Georgia or Tennessee, but God touched my heart that it's too much work in Florida to be done yet, and he's not done using me yet. So, you know, I decided to stay. I'm probably going to be moving to the Jacksonville area, but I'm going to stay in Florida for now. But you guys are doing some great work in, in Georgia as well, Sean, like for real. You guys keep a black push. I mean, I talk about you guys everywhere I go. I talk about black push. So I am so proud of you guys. Keep doing what you're doing there. Thank you so much. So don't forget, you guys, check out the website, floridarising.org, or you can email her at patricia at floridarising.org.